My name is Daphne, founder and host of 98%. 98% originates from one statistic that only 2% of collegiate athletes go pro. Then it hit me, what happens to the other 98%? This platform will be sharing amazing stories from former collegiate and pro athletes who are navigating life after sports. We are here to celebrate their journey and share experiences to encourage and inspire. You never know who will hear your story and be impacted by your journey. Welcome to 98%. So I'd like to introduce my first guest, Ashley Deary. Come on in, come on in, girl. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So Ashley played basketball at Northwestern University. Um, before we even get into her story, I'm just gonna brag on her a little bit because she'll never do it herself. So Ashley, I pulled your stats off of um, the school website. <laughs> little Googling I did. Um, so 2017, you were the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. You were the third player in conference history to win this award more than once. That's incredible. You are a two-time finalist for the Nancy Lieberman Award, and that honors the nation's top point guard. That's incredible. <laughs> and to top it all off, you are Northwestern University's all-time steals leader. Still? Still. That's crazy. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley and I met in um, middle school, and um, we, just, I just, we just played basketball. Like, that's what we knew you for. Yes. <laughs> um, we were both on the basketball team, and you are a year younger than me. So anyways, I started off on the CT in the seventh grade. I didn't even know what basketball was. Like, I honestly didn't know that was even a, like a sport. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't really know. I wasn't really exposed to it. Um, I was really exposed to like soccer or tennis. Um, and then uh, I go, go into the eighth grade and here's Ashley like balling out seventh grade, A team. I'm on the B team because that's the lowest squad there was. <laughs> and um, from then on, I could just see that like you were made to play basketball. How did you get into basketball? Um, I just picked up a ball when I was probably like in third grade, and my dad was like, "Oh, she can like dribble." So I was like in fourth grade playing against fifth and sixth graders. I always played up, um, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna use this and get a scholarship." Like I'm not paying for college. I <laughs> love that. My parents had no clue that you could get scholarships. Yeah, to go to college in sports. So it wasn't, anytime my dad could, he'd remove me out of my sport when I was acting up. So, um, no, that's awesome. Um, the one memory I have of you, I remember in um, middle school, is that you would lick your hands and then like, like rub the bottom of your shoes and I thought it was the most disgusting thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> Um, but that's like literally the like the one memory I have of you and I'm just like, why did she do this? But like, that was your thing. So I didn't fall, like, <laughs> you know, they didn't really clean the floors. So it's like you have to get grip on your shoes so you can move how you yeah, want Yeah, but then you like lick your hands after you then. No, you lick your hand first, then you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is also pre-COVID. So this was pre-COVID. This was a long time ago. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, there's actually a video because you used to do this a lot, and I think I maybe had you at one time during practice. I'll never forget because, like, I really was. Oh. I never remember. That. I always remember this, where um, I was playing defense. You had the ball, and like you were holding onto it, like up in the air, like this, and I like slid out of your hand. Oh, you did. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> she might never remember that, but it meant something to me. <laughs> um, and there's a video actually of you. You know what I'm about to talk about? Come on. <laughs> Ashley puts, <laughs> who are you playing against? You're playing against Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah. You put the ball on the ground. You ask the ref if you could tie your shoe. Thank you for acknowledging that fact. Because <laughs> people like to forget that. I read it in the article, <laughs> so I'm just going off what I read. <laughs> and you put the ball down, and I watched the video. You put it far out in front of you. And you were like, yeah, can I tie my shoe? And you tied your shoe, and uh, homegirl, took the bas stole the basketball, and scored a layup. So I tried to take a charge to make it not look as bad. Mm -hmm. They didn't call it, so she scored. And the craziest thing was the girl who passed it in was a post player, and she was like, did you not trust me enough to pass me the ball while you tied your shoe? And I was like, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, it was crazy media. Like, we were up by 20, mm -hmm. so like, my coaches weren't mad. They were more concerned because the media outlash from that was kind of OD. Yeah. It was a lot. I was on ESPN. I was on Shacked and a Fool. Like, a oh. lot of people were in my DMs, and they're like, are you okay? Do we need to take your phone? I'm like, it's fine. The, the worst they're going to say is you need velvet shoes. <laughs> Do you, like, all, Velcro shoes? Velcro. Yeah, like, just, you know, just crazy stuff. So. I mean, it was, it was dubbed one of the worst turnovers in college history. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I had no clue this happened until so I looked and I was like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> poor Ashley. You probably found that you're Googling, right? I was, I I'm was sure Googling, up, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I have to do my homework on y'all. <laughs> um, so, um, what was your college experience like? It was very unique. Um, I went to a PWI and I was a student athlete but I also pledged, so I was, I'm an AKA. So um, all those things really define different moments in my experience. My first two years, I was so engulfed with my team. I didn't really experience anything else that the university had to offer. My next two years, that's when I started kind of getting outside of my comfort zone, networking with people, you know, interacting with other students who came from a different background from me. Um, and that's what really made my college experience a holistic experience. It wasn't just a student athlete experience. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to have the faith and take the risk of just getting outside of my comfort zone. Like letting go of my teammates, go meet new people, right. talk to the people in your class who aren't student athletes, mm -hmm. you know, and that made all the difference. So what was, the, what was your um, athlete experience like more so being a full ride scholarship athlete? Um, with your major, what did you major in? Talk to us. Yeah, so I was an economics major. Mm -hmm. um, so I took difficult classes, but we were always traveling during the week because basketball is you play like Wednesdays or Tuesdays or Thursdays. So um, with that, I had to, you know, leverage the resources they gave us. We had access to tutors, we had access to, um, you know, TAs who could help. Um, so that was a thing. Um, I will say, like, I felt like it was a little political just student athletics is very political and right. to some degree 
um, I was fortunate enough to be one of those who played a lot. So um, with that being said, they kind of alter your strength and conditioning schedule. You know, if you played X amount of minutes a game. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a great experience. Um, it wasn't always easy, you know, especially the basketball season, you're playing during Thanksgiving, you're playing around Christmas, right. the new year, like you're not really going home. Um, so I definitely was homesick a little bit. Um, but for the most part, my parents made a great effort to come up there as much as they could, which helped. How did you balance being an economics major and playing basketball? Because I know, you know, it's, the sport is very intense, the training is very intense, and classes don't always equivalent to, you know, your practice schedule. So yeah. how, how was that balance for you? It helped having another teammate who was an econ major as well. Mm -hmm. So we could use each other for traveling, we could study together. Um, I always got tutors. Every advanced econ course, I always got a tutor. And I know that's one of the advantages of being a student athlete, because not every student had access to tutors, right. because it costs money. Mm -hmm. So um, I definitely use that to my advantage. Um, and then just, I always connect with my professors just to let them know, hey, this is who I am, I may, I may miss some classes, what can I do to you know, get lectures, get notes, that kind of thing. I had to interact with other students who I knew would be there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a combination of all of that in order to be successful. So what was something unique that happened in your college experience? Oh, that is a tough question. Mm -hmm. I, I had a few experiences. Um, I would say my, I don't, not to be morbid, but two young student athletes passed away while I was in college. The first was Aubrey Butts, yes. and that one hit home because it was a sister. Um, and fortunately, my parents were on campus when that happened, mm -hmm. and I flew back with them. I took finals from home, and I was able to be around family and friends during that time. The second one happened my senior year. Um, we lost a teammate who was also my line sister. Um, and it was, it was very tough. It was, at that point, I was in my senior year. It was draining, it was the middle of season. We had to cancel a few games. Um, and it was really hard to bounce back from. Um, and I think that kind of just, at that point, I was ready to graduate early. I was ready to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was done, you know, because there was just like so much. And to lose beautiful young souls so young, is is really it just hits different yeah. um but those two experiences really kind of made me grow up um and really made me appreciate and take advantage of living in the moment mm. yeah i do remember aubrey yes such a sweet soul um how how did you handle the grief um like, did it affect your schoolwork? Um, how were your coaches supportive in that process? So it never affected my schoolwork. Um, I would say my senior year, it was tough because after she passed, we went to the funeral and we needed to get back on schedule. We needed to play again. Mm -hmm. um, so it, I didn't really feel like I had a chance to just, you know, step back and like soak yeah. it all in. Like I was a captain. I need to make sure my teammates are mentally, physically, and emotionally prepared to play a game if that's what we're gonna decide to do. Because mm -hmm. they, they, they gave, it, gave us a vote if we wanted to play the game or not, or if they wanted to keep delaying it. So we played the game, you know, because at the end of the day, we knew she would wanna play. She loved the game of basketball, and we wanted to honor her by doing that. Um, 
but the hardest thing was the post-game interview. To, the, he just put the captains out, so it was me and two of my other teammates who were seniors, and I had to step up and speak the most, um, because I had been through it before. Mm -hmm. You know, with Aubrey, like, I felt I was equipped to at least show face, yeah. you know, be there. Um, and so I did, and my other teammate, she chimed in a little bit, but it was, it was tough, and you could see it in our face. You could, people were crying after the game. I mean, it was, it was a very tough game. We won, but it was a very, yeah. very tough game because it was the first one. Um, but they, they supported us the whole way. They provided counselors, grievance counselors, um, gave us access to all kinds of resources, whatever we need um, to kind of get through each day. That's awesome. I know it's, I think coaches really remember that we are human when things like this actually happen. Um, and that was this kind of the same experience I had. My uncle had passed and I was in the locker room and um, everybody was, like I literally fell to the floor and I tried to push through, go to uh, lifting. And uh, next thing I know, an hour later, I get a call from my coach, like, don't come to practice tomorrow. Like take the time you need and I flew home. And um, it, was, it wasn't until then that I felt like, oh, my coaches actually see me as, you know, a person. Um, so we're just gonna like move off the topic, you know, a little bit, you know? But um, you pledged as an AKA. I know as an athlete, you know, there's no time to do that. And it's, 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 a, it's a little bit of a taboo to do it. So, so why did you do it? Um, I wanted to broaden my experience on campus. I always knew if I pledged, I was going to pledge AKA. My grandmother chartered the chapter at the University of Texas. And so awesome. I, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to join her. Um, not that I chartered the chapter, but I just wanted to join. Um, I wanted to be a part of something more than just myself, more than yeah. just a student athlete. Um, I wanted to give back to the community. Um, I know that's something that they focused on, that we focused on. Um, and it kind of reminded me of Jack and Jill. I don't know if you heard of Jack and Jill, but it's basically a sorority for oh, kids. Like this, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> it was another version of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, really just to get that full experience while I was on campus, that was my primary reason for wanting to do yeah. it. Yeah, you, you actually went and got the full experience. Um, you went, you became an AKA, you made friends outside of the athletic community. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, I have some really cool friends and they're out like, they just, they're doing awesome things. Um, and we still connect, we're still, you know, Facebook friends and like we celebrate their wins. I had a, you know, a girl who was maybe two, three years older than me and she was in dancing with Kanye and Missy Elliott and like things like that it's like dang you went to Northwestern and you're doing that yeah <laughs> like you know so it's awesome to see things like that um and just see people excel people start their own businesses yeah at 25 26 I'm like kudos to you yeah. <laughs> you know so um it really just helped me see things from their perspective because once I did that okay now they started to come to they started coming to our games we supported the mm -hmm. things that they hosted, whether it was a concert, whether it was a, a show, just a meeting, yeah. you know. Um, and once we got involved in that aspect, we became a community. Mm. We, you know, we started understanding why they feel student athletes are standoffish. We got a better perspective of why they don't come to the games or why they didn't. They didn't know us. 
it's right. hard to support somebody who you don't know. And it's not like women's basketball is just football, you yeah. know? So it's a little different. And our stadiums were off campus. So it's, it was more difficult. So in order for us to really get student support, we had to open ourselves to interact with the other students. Yeah, that is that is so important. And um, yeah, we had our football, our football uh, stadium is off campus too. 45 minutes off campus, yes, very far. So um, like it was important for, and even though it's football, it's football, you know, everybody's gonna show up, but like, I think the football players did a good job of, you know, reaching out to, you know, the community and just being friendly to others. And I know even the uh, women's basketball is something that doesn't have as much exposure as men's basketball. So even just seeing um, the women's basketball team being friends with people outside, of the athletic community um, and building a community outside of that to bring in supporters. And I think it's just incredible. And it's like, it's almost kind of unfair that you guys have to do that, you know? But um, it's incredible that you guys are learning these skill sets. Absolutely. You know, to network. Absolutely. Um, and to build community because that's what's needed once you graduate. Absolutely. So um, you're an economics major. So what do you do now? So I'm a asset manager for a commercial real estate investment company. Basically, we buy industrial buildings owned or lease to like Amazon, Walmart, mm. you know. So I finally got to that point where I'm just, you know, send me the budget <laughs> approved. <laughs> Did we get the rent <laughs> check? You know, I've, I've, I've got, you know, past the grunt work stage right. um, in my career. But there's no way I wouldn't be here without the experiences at Northwestern. So so how did you get into your field? So I reached out to our president of the university. He was an avid uh, women's basketball fan as well as an econ professor. So I, I was like, okay, I got two things going for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, hey, I noticed that there was this um, woman, African-American woman, who was on the board of trustees for Northwestern, but also was a partner at Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. I was like, would you mind connecting me with her? He wrote me this beautiful email. He sent it directly to her, CC'd me, and was like, hey, great student, love her, think she'd be great, would you mind Would you mind talking to her? The next day I get a call from HR at Goldman. Hey, we like your resume, we like you, what do you want to do, where do you want to be? I was like, I want to do commercial real estate and I want to be in Dallas. Cool. <laughs> like I had never interned with Goldman yeah. and like typically it was an IBD uh, position investment banking, um, and typically you don't get those without interning. I had done other internships um, in you know, investment, in real estate, finance, right. um, but not this specifically. So for me to get that was a, bit, a big deal. Um, and that really is just what catapulted my uh, career to where it is now. How important is it to lock an internship while you're in college? Very. And like, Yes, I think we all knew the answer to that. Right, right. <laughs> I think more so like, how difficult, how difficult was it to balance an internship and maintain practice and treatment, et cetera? It is very difficult. It's not easy. Um, but if you're a student athlete, go get an internship and make it work with your coaches, make it work with your training staff, um, because we had and the reason I chose Northwestern is because I wanted to be around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. So I had other teammates who were doing internships as well. So about three or four of us doing internships in the summer, 
there's enough of us for them to move practice from 8 a.m. Okay, we're gonna have 5 a.m. practices so they can go to do their internships during the day. Um, and it's a sacrifice you have to make. It's a sacrifice your team might have to make right. um, because it's a team sport. It's not like I can just go work out and be done and my team's practicing middle of the day. Um, so it's a sacrifice that everybody had to make, um, but it was worth it. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a difference. It separates you from everyone else because when you're in college, yeah, you have classes, but you don't actually have experience. And when you go to apply for your entry level positions, they wanna see some type of experience. Right. You can't just say, oh, I'm a student athlete, I major in econ, here I am. They wanna know that you have some familiarity with the concepts that they work with, with the topics, with the skill set, um, and that's what internships provide. Right. Ash, I have this game I wanna play with you. It's called Word Sneak, and we have a card. Each card has five words on it, and we have to casually work these words into the conversation. So, you know, um, for breakfast, uh, before I got here, I, got, I had a bowl of cereal. I mean, it was, it was pretty good. Um, what'd, you, what'd you do? That you had, I actually didn't eat breakfast. Oh. Um, I'm not a breakfast person. Uh, typically I work out, you know, always on the run, you know, grinding hard, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> no, did you see that? Did you see? It's kind of gloomy outside. I kind of, I, I missed the sunrise this morning. Like, it's crazy. I was a little confused this morning. Um, I wasn't expecting that. But I will say, and this is totally off topic, but I love the gold accent in your outfit thank you like, so much it's totally it. presidential is it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess you got the freedom and liberty to wear whatever you want so. yeah, as, long as, I'm, as long as i'm comfortable you know i'm done girl i got my five <laughs> <laughs> yep. don't go chasing waterfall <laughs> Having me. Of course, awesome. of course. <laughs>